Hello, I'm Scott Soshka. I'm Evan Novi Williams. And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. Today, we begin with Discovery, about to pay $2 billion to air PGA Golf internationally. Yeah, well, we broke that story, but again, you didn't hit the we this week. We? We begin with, because you were we. big on that. You didn't I, hit the we this week. Y- you're right, because yeah, this why? is a team effort. Right. We begin with we begin with the story that we broke here at bloomberg and the fact that the numbers are just going up and up again the pga going with discovery which by the way i didn't really realize they were going whole hog on live sports especially internationally but apparently they are and this is some interesting programming 12-year deal global rights for distribution creating a netflix-like channel looking at an ott service Eben, there is an appetite for golf around the world. Yeah, there was a time when a, a billion-dollar rights deal that was not the NFL and NBA would would seem shocking to me. Uh, I think we're now past, two, ta- two past that point. This, yeah. is, this is a $2 billion deal. As you said, Scott, this is uh, kind of under-the-radar discovery is, I guess, slowly starting to amass some, some live sports rights. They just bought, I believe, the European rights to the Olympics. Yeah. Um, this is clearly uh, part of a larger push. Uh, to get into what is obviously a very a very crowded market, uh, how much do we think that the, the Discovery has a, has an edge here? They own a number of networks, cable networks, yeah, the HGTV, mm. and the Animal popular Planet. in the bar household. Oh yeah, <laughs> you got Shark Week too. Shark, well, yeah, absolutely known for Shark Week. You know what they say? There's an adage. One of the uh, TV folks, one of these consultants, told me when the ratings aren't so good, have a shark eat something or have it be eaten. That's that's how you get the ratings to surge. <laughs> Have the shark eat something or have it be eaten. There's so. a Greg Norman joke here somewhere. Yeah. No, they yeah. can't quite get it. There is. <laughs> There's the thought of a Greg Norman joke, but no one should actually verbalize it. It's just, but again, it's the price tag. We, I, I keep hearing, remember, you know, the sports bubble, the sports bubble. I don't see it. It doesn't seem frothy. It seems like folks are finding new ways to monetize these agreements and obviously reaching the younger viewers via OTT and on the handhelds. It's imperative because I'm not sure what the year is. When is it? But bar your kid, my kid, probably not plopping themselves down in front of the TV for three, four hours to watch anything. But with sports betting and with data analytics, they will be doing social on mobile. They will be watching the core event. They will be betting. They will be looking at the data. It's it's where things are going. Worth mentioning that this deal includes those digital rights. Yeah. So there is a part of this in which Discovery will be building a Netflix-like OTT service uh, to house all of these uh, all of these PGA events overseas. Um, so yeah, we see a lot of deals happening right now that are just kind of carving out broadcasts that are leaving the digital elsewhere. Uh, worth mentioning that Discovery is getting all of it through this. And two this billion bucks. Two billion. Right. They better get the whole shebang. Twelve-year deal, and it begins next year. Yeah. Next topic, this is an interesting one. Like they, the last one, wasn't it? it, it you're right. We Here, always have here's good Here's another topics. interesting Here one. is another interesting topic. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much. Yankee. No, I actually, I love this story. Yeah, this story. Because it points to the value oh, of TV. You didn't love the last story? I did. Not as, not as much as this one. It's like I love my co-host, but I have a favorite. Well, okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'll let you guys fight that one. The Yankees, they have to play uh, the Baltimore Orioles. It was they had a rainout, and yeah. they're going to play 
the game uh, with the Orioles, July 9th. It's a doubleheader. Now, what has happened is that on July 8th, the team was initially slated to play a day game in Toronto. Now, ESPN comes into play. You can take it from there. ESPN has decided to move that game from the afternoon, allowing the Yankees to get out early, get to Baltimore at a reasonable time, then play a doubleheader the following night. They've moved it to a night game. So now the Yankees don't get out of Toronto till late into Baltimore early morning hours and then have to play a doubleheader. And yes, for anyone that's wondering, ESPN made the move having known that there was a doubleheader scheduled the following day for the Yankees as a makeup to a rainout. So if you ever need proof that TV rules the day, here it is. Well, guess who's not happy about it outside Yankee players? Aaron Boone is like, what the heck is this? Well, it's not just that. Yeah, you can bet everybody in that clubhouse ain't too happy yeah. about three games in like 24 hours. I got a number of thoughts here. One. <laughs> oh, and you know that, what? That I marks a first. His nostrils <laughs> are got, flaring, I've got a man. Things here. Uh, Aaron Boone, he certainly seemed like his anger was directed at ESPN. Yes, his right? former employer. Uh, Worth it noting. It seems to me yeah. his anger should be directed at Major League Baseball, right? ESPN doesn't really have a shouldn't care what the Yankees are doing next on games that ESPN isn't broadcasting. ESPN pays baseball for the right to flex games into the Sunday night slot. Every week they're going to choose the game on Sunday that they want the most that, that, that they're so able Jimmy to Pitaro, get the most Jimmy Pitaro is saying we're just following the rules. Don't be mad at us. I mean, and is you're he saying not? That's okay. I mean, give me an argument for why ESPN should should care that the Yankees have a doubleheader the next day. They 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 pay a lot of why money. Why should they care? Ready? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why they yeah. should care. Because this is the most popular team in baseball globally. Sure. And if you tick them off, there will be retribution down the line. This is not the only Yankee broadcast. Can we can we interview the manager during the game the next time? No. Can we talk to Aaron Judge? No. Can we talk to Giancarlo Stanton? No. This should be an issue the Yankees have with baseball. And you can bet that Randy Levine is ringing up the commissioner and saying, uh, this isn't so good for us. This, this could be a health issue. Three games in that amount of time with late night travel. You don't want that sort of thing going on. It seems if something fell through the cracks here. I mean, college teams play double double headers on Friday and Saturday all the time, right? I mean, it. And they they're they're not the thoroughbreds of the sport. Yes, college teams do it, but they're not professional sure. athletes. It's not dictated in CBA that you have to have certain number of games off and and rest. This seems like an issue between yeah. the union and Major League Baseball. To, and to, you to, to can, direct your anger at ESPN for doing their contractual right to get as much money and as much viewership to their broadcast as possible seems like totally misguided. Flexing anger. a game knowing they're going to trigger some sort of response here. I mean, I get it. Maybe they should have talked first and been like, guys, dude. Uh. I wouldn't be shocked if ESPN even looks at what the team has oh, next, what know. their next schedule they know. is. They know. They know. Oh, I'm my. not convinced. We'll see how this plays out. Speaking of not playing, Serena Williams out of the French Open with an injury. I'm not sure that segue made sense, Bar. But see, not you playing. said, let's see how this plays out. And then it was speaking of not playing. Yeah. See? But there was playing. Yes. We can see how playing. it plays out. Yeah. But then you went to speaking of not playing. <laughs> that That's not. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Bloomberg sports business transitions. <laughs> yes, exactly. 101. I will say this, though. When Novi Williams, wait, no, you were already down. When I sat down this morning, he was already here. I. Came in a little late. So when Novi Williams saw me, first thing out of his mouth, I think, was there a good morning? 
Maybe not. I don't even think Probably there was. Not, yeah. I think there was just sort of this excitement from Mr. Young, Noby Williams, that Serena was going to have a big match today against Sharapova. He was excited to see this match. Yeah. I'm, I'm a tennis fan. This is the only tennis matchup that I would consider to be a must-watch event. Uh, maybe Rafa fed in a final, but but anytime Serena and, and Maria Sharapova play, to me it's a must-watch. Their rivalry on and more specifically they do not off like the each court, other. they really do not like each yeah. other. Yeah, where, where did this come from? I, I don't mean, understand. It, so, I mean, Serena has beaten her 19 to 21 <laughs> times the time they've played, they play. including yeah. the last 17, uh, often in, in, in brutal fashion. Um, but there has always kind of been a, a fight off the court about – you know, the way that Maria and Serena and the endorsements and also how they treat other players on tour. Serena, uh, Maria's book last year uh, detailed some of Serena's crying in the locker room and then some hearsay about something that, that Serena told uh, well, a friend of Maria's calling her the B word. Uh, Serena, obviously, as she said a couple of days ago, was not happy that Maria put all that in a book and published it. Uh, there is a lot of cattiness. Says here. the person who has a reality TV show now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. This is a sport that does not, in, in, its, in its history, has had a lot of intense, you know, kind of catty and and and, and trash talky rivalries. Doesn't have that many anymore. Uh, the only one I can think of at at the top level right now is Serena versus uh, Maria and. Let's be honest. We're not going to get that many of these matchups yeah. left, right? Serena is what, 37. Maria's in her mid 30s. I mean, the and you we, had this we might have two. You or had three the more. suspension, so you know, you really, yeah. you know, did yeah. she play clean versus Serena, who won the way she's won? Um, yeah, the, these two. This was a great storyline. Who didn't want to see that? I would have loved for this to be the final. And I imagine the the viewership numbers for this match would have been it was going to happen during the day on the uh, in America, which you know a lot of Roland Garros matches do not. Um, yeah, I would imagine this would have been a heavily watched one, and I imagine that the TV networks that were showing it would are, are not so thrilled. I got to throw in a bonus one. Oh, good. You want to see a hundred twenty thousand dollars just go poof right into the wall? Hmm. Yesterday, this is going to be NASCAR. It must have been NASCAR. Yeah. Right. A crash. The start wall. of the IndyCar race oh, in Indy. Detroit. It was delayed because the General Motors executive who is driving the Corvette ZR1, no. valued at a hundred twenty thousand. Yes, the base car <laughs> at a hundred twenty thousand dollars came off of a turn, spun the car, put the nose in the car, and and the other cars, the race cars, they had the damage. The debris that was on the racetrack. Oops. So, just wrecked it. So which car executive do we like more, Corvette guy or Chevy guy? Oh, the Chevy guy, you mean, who did the, 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 the baseball, baseball presentation? presentation? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy was the best. That guy that was, was the best. Guy. <laughs> oh. That guy was the great. I can't oh. believe they didn't take advantage of that guy going forward, but he was the best. But you got, I mean, let, let me tell you what I remember about Corvettes growing up. This is the only thing. One, they were cool. Somebody had a Corvette. You're like, that, that was cool. But it was this rumor bar or was it true that the frame was made of fiberglass? Yeah, that was that was that a was rumor. true. That was that was a rumor. Rumor, a rumor. Yeah. Okay, so I imagine like if you like maybe if you banged a Corvette, like the whole now, thing just the crumbled. body. The body is <laughs> right. obviously. Fiberglass. I meant I meant the body. Yeah, yeah the yeah, body's yeah. out of fiberglass. Yeah. Okay. So the frame, it's a it's a lightweight frame. So the, this can't be used in not not good. I guess you know the rack and pinion steering not good. What happened? Was <laughs> was this was this car or was this man or machine? If you're, I mean, if you're this guy, you've got to say this is on me, right? The car performed perfectly. I, I didn't steer right. Or no. Something. So here's Chevy's statement: many factors contributed, including 
the weather. Right. Okay. And track conditions. He was going yeah. too fast. Last but, sentence. The car safety systems performed as expected. There we go. Yeah, but there you don't want to hear, and the airbags went off in the Corvette ZR1. You don't want to hear you that know, sentence. You, you know what I do want to hear? I want the in-car microphone the moment that guy hits the wall. <laughs> That's what I... If you want good content, and this is what we're talking about, getting me things like... Could you imagine the just... Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> this guy, what was he saying in that car when he hit the wall? Now, if, question for you. Cynical question here. Any chance that this is staged? No. Staged? No. No, 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 no. no. I mean, no, we're, we're talk, we've done five minutes on, on the IndyCar race in Detroit. Uh, which we never would have talked we about. We normally otherwise. do Detroit for nine minutes, you know, so we're under. <laughs> it's a Thank chance you, to show off the Corvette's safety systems. Uh, it's just a funny, it's it's a funny, funny topic. You know, G- GM executive drives pace car into wall. Uh, any any chance this is a stunt driver? Uh, uh, I say no. You know, risk <laughs> okay. that injury or okay. worse. But I say no. But I we are giving them plenty. But of But they did get one hundred twenty thousand dollars plus in in mentions for the ZR1. Absolutely, absolutely. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Soschnick and Evan Novi williams We're here each and every Monday and Friday exploring the world of money and sports. Join us at the end of the week when we speak with the biggest and brightest in the sports business industry. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio, around the world and online as an Apple podcast on iTunes. 